BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here, and on this episode I have with me Werrico. Tell, tell everyone about you, so let everyone know who you are. I mean, if they've seen you, they know, because they know the hat. <laughs> Cool. Um, hey, everybody. What's up? Uh, very excited to be here. My name is Jericho, uh, a.k.a. Wear Cobear. Uh, I'm a silly guy uh, running the course with a bear hat on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not the fastest or the strongest. I'm just out there. And the only time I'm after is a good time. That's um, good. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been racing. Um, well, I guess I've been participating in obstacle course racing uh, for about five years now yeah more or less since 2014 uh and i've gone from you know training for a half marathon the whole year to that one crazy year in 2018 when i finished 50 spartan races and completed 10 trifectas it's been quite a ride 10 trifectas i i I was happy the year i got three so this year was supposed to be four but we all know how that happened So. Still crossing my fingers, I can finish at least one trifecta this year. I'm a beast short. <laughs> I, I'm hoping I have a beast because technically I did uh, the beast in December, which nice, which counted. But but I'm hoping if Seattle goes, I'm going to try and do all four that weekend. So I'm going to try to. If Seattle do, goes, yeah. I might drive up there to see you guys. Well, you go. Well, you know, yeah, the, we, there's plenty of places to stay up here. You know, Brandon, Jody, all of us, we can we can find a place for you. So thank you. Really oh yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. I say I was trying to remember the last time I think I saw you was Hawaii last year. Oh man, we're starting with a wonderful memory. Oh. <laughs> it's an amazing place. It was. I remember. I was gonna say. I think I remember. I think we were at that little that little house that was on the trail, and I was with Jody and and them during the beast. And you you walked by. So yeah, I remember uh, Jody had some um, Kodiak cake crackers. Yep. Like, yes. Yes, What's she that? did. That was a nice photo session area. It was. I think. I think we got a photo on that one. I don't remember. I think. I, I think we got a photo together. I don't remember. I think we did it with Jody and everything. So, because I stayed with Jody the whole time, I was with her. That's how kind of how I remember seeing you. So, nice. So what? What got you into it? I know you said you've been doing it for about five years, but what? What was it that drew you into starting to do these kind of races? Um, I, I guess it, well, it, it was free. Let's <laughs> uh, <laughs> start with that. I mean, honestly. Um, a friend of mine happened to ask me, hey, what are you doing? You know, and I said, I'm free. And he goes, OK, let's volunteer and we can race for free. And mm-hmm. I said, OK, cool. Remind me. Um, so I completely forgot. And he calls me the night before. He goes, hey, are you still down? And I said, uh, I'm going to the club right now. But uh, please bring me some Red Bull when you pick me up tomorrow morning and let's do this. And I mean, it's been a lot of fun. I think it's just uh, I-, I got hooked because. It was one of those things where if you asked for help, help was there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it was it. It was like just kind people helping each other out. Didn't really ask for names or anything. You yeah. just kind of help someone if you could. And you asked for help when you needed it. And then you went about your way and it was it. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's been one of my favorite things about Spartan is just you have that whole like just random people helping you. I mean, I, there's so many times I can think on races where someone stopped and helped me get through like a really hard part and then I have no idea who they are, no idea what their name is, but I know they helped me. So yeah. 
I, I think the course is probably one of the few places where if people offer me food or water, I would take it without question. I mean, yeah. right now, you know, we're a little bit more scared of that stuff, but I, I miss that kind of, you know, trust and kindness. I do too. I mean, that's, I think that's been the hardest part about this whole pandemic is not being able to race and not having that sense of community that you get from going to a race and doing one. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I used to say like, um, you know, I, I like racing because every time you go, it's like a family reunion of sorts. Mm-hmm. It is. You, you don't get to see all these people. You, you might talk every now and then. You don't get to train together. But when you meet up, it's cool. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's just I have so many people that I've met in races that I've never met anywhere but at a race. But we know each other, you know, you, um, Spartachew. I mean, there's a few out there that I've met on races and we say hi and we talk at like every race. But other than that, it's like, you know, I don't see him. So it's like I don't get to see these people that I'm used to seeing all the time because, you know, I usually do at least nine to ten a year. Yeah. And I haven't done my first one this year was supposed to be Vegas and I oh. haven't. And so Vegas was canceled the first cancellation. So I haven't done any since December. OK. Yeah, it's definitely left a, a big hole in my life. But it's nice to know that those friendships don't end on the course. No. So, so randomly, um, uh, I moved to San Francisco because my balcony collapsed and we had to relocate during construction. I, I did hear about the balcony <laughs> issue. So. Yeah, yeah. But um, the, the, point, the reason I'm bringing that up is because we tossed everything into storage. And then we forgot when we moved everything that we need to put it into stuff like shelves and, you know, TV stand and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happens there's another Spartan here in San Francisco and she's moving and she said, I'd like to give these, you know, furniture to someone I know. And so tomorrow I'm going to go pick up some free furniture for, for my Spartan friend. So the community is just awesome. (laughs) It is. And that is one of the things that's just amazing is, I mean, I've had so many times, I know I can pretty much almost go to any city around here or, you know, in the United States and say, Hey, you know, I'm going to be here and people be like, Oh, Hey, you need a floor? Yep. You know, you need you need to play a floor to sleep on or something like that. I mean, I've had it when the times I've gone to Hawaii, like during the hurricane, they were like, you know, I had so many people over there, you know, Richard Park and a lot of those guys, you know, being like, hey, if you don't have a place because of the, you know, hurricane, it's like, no, we still have our condo. And they're like, oh, you know, you can come stay with us if you want. You can do this. And I mean, it's just the, the community is amazing. And that's what I miss so much during this. Yeah. I heard last year some people were having trouble because uh, Airbnb restructured things. Yeah. And so a lot of places got canceled. So. Yep. It's good to hear that, you know, the communities out there to catch each other is, you know, oh, yeah. small part. Big time. So, and that's one thing we got, a, we got a strong community up here with Brandon and Jody and everyone up here in Seattle area. So, you know, and it's, it's nice. It's nice to have that kind of community. So, yeah. So what is, so once you started Spartan, was that your first, had you been running before that? Or was it just one of those things like you, you said, your friends like, Hey, let's go try this. And you just jumped in. Um, so Spartan was my first taste of obstacle course racing. Um, before that, um, I, I kind of ran, <laughs> I, I like to think I did, uh, basically I, I used to run in high school and then in college, my body thought I still could. And it kindly reminded me that it can. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I trained for one half marathon a year. I do it with my cousins. It was like a yearly tradition and it, it was fun, Nice. but you know, but running a half marathon, it's really long <laughs> and I know we do crazy distances, you know, um, but you can't really help each other in a half marathon the way you could on an obstacle course race. No. So uh, when I 
you know, discovered obstacle course racing, I was hooked. <laughs> Plus, you get to do something in between all the running, which is yeah. fun. And uh, that was me. I, I did because I did a whole bunch of running years ago and then I got injured and then I stopped and then I started doing it again. But then I'm like, OK, running's boring. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's OK for a few miles. But after four or five miles, you're like, OK, I'm bored. What's next? So and then I, I started doing the obstacle course race. I'm like, oh, here's something new to do. You know, you run for a little bit. Then I climb on an obstacle or lift something heavy and then I start running again. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's kind of. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I love it and I miss it so much. But we'll get back to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to I, I got some races still in the books and I'm like, I'm still hanging on to it and not wanting to like cancel reservations and flights. So hopefully yeah. things line up again. The hardest one for me was Hawaii was canceling Hawaii this year. Uh, so because it would have been the fifth <laughs> fifth year in a row um that i went to hawaii and uh we were actually this year of ours my youngest son graduated from college or high school and congrats. so that was going to be his present where we we're going to take him with us this time so rather than just leaving him at home for two weeks you know whatever he's a teenager that could he be could a present it. too I yeah. Don't know. yeah it could be a present <laughs> but so yeah we were going to take him with us but now it's you know with everything going on it's just like yeah it's not it's not worth risking it and then they canceled the race and it's like eh. So hopefully Seattle goes and I can do all four. I might go down. I think we're thinking about maybe Laughlin. So, okay. so there's a few that I'm still kind of thinking I might do to get a couple couple races in this year. But it, it really, it just depends on where, where this virus goes from here. So yeah, you never know what's going to happen from week to week. <laughs> so because there's a lot of people I want to see. So a lot of my friends keep saying, hey, you know, if there's races down here, come on down and, you know, you can stay here and you can do that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, but we got to make sure they're going to happen. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely hard to like even just see parents and stuff, you know, just like I, I've, I've been fortunate that I've been able to do it because I quarantined uh, for two weeks and then I got a doctor to check me out. And so I was able to see my parents at least once during this whole pandemic. Yeah, I've seen mine a couple of times. So. But it, it's uh, it's not to, not to sound bad, but my dad's like, whatever. He's like, I'm in my 80s. I've lived long enough. The virus is going to take me out. It's going to take me out. I'm like, OK, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. But yeah, he's yeah. He's like, whatever. I, I've lived my life. If it's going to take me out, that's that's just what's going to happen. All right. That's how you feel about it. So, yeah. But people are different. <laughs> <laughs> so. So what's your what's your plans if if or when the virus starts going, are you going to go back into Spartan hard and go for another 50 or <laughs> you're going to go for another 2018 and get 10 trifectas. I, I, I mean, like I, think, I said, three was top. I mean, geez, 10. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, it just was in that magical time of, I was transitioning and thankful that my wife is very supportive. Um, basically I decided to quit my job and go back to school. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I didn't have responsibilities yet. School didn't start yet. And she said, go nuts, have fun. And and I got to go, you know, live a dream and, and chase as many trifectas as I could. I mean, there was that one crazy weekend where I flew to Dallas to do the Beast on Saturday, then flew to Atlanta to do the Super, and then got back by classroom time Monday so I can go to school. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. I slept in a car and parked in front of a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's an adventure. I mean, that's one of the things we've we for the most part, me and my wife usually go. My wife usually goes with me, and we try and plan vacations around the races because she doesn't race. So she's like, "Yeah, let's let's have a vacation, and you can race for like a day or two while we're on vacation." I'm like, "Okay." So we've done the ones where you like get there, race, and then turn around and come right back, and it's just it's not as 
it's not the same experience. You're always rushing and I don't feel like I get that time to, to spend with my, my race family. So yeah, yeah um, most definitely. Cause the first year, that, Oh, go ahead. I would say the first year I did Vegas, I think in 16, I think I ran the super on Saturday and literally we landed Friday. We stayed in Vegas and you've, you've done the, have you done the Vegas race? Yep. Which is like an hour and a half out of Vegas. So we yeah, had that long exactly. drive out there. We raced, I volunteered for street team and then literally like left there, drove straight back. Didn't even like, I think we had the room long enough. I could take a quick shower and then we jumped on the plane and came up, came home. So it was like less than 24 hours. We were in Vegas. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like this. That, that's yeah. definitely one of the challenges when you're trying to chase so many that yeah. you, you have to do those weekends just to get it in. Cause unless, you know, you're fortunate like me and even then eventually I had to be in school. So I couldn't have those cushions of Friday and Monday to drive because I drove up to Seattle in April. <laughs> oh, that was a long up and then back down. Like, oh, I bet. Tight weekend. <laughs> yeah, I would say we did. We did Los Olivos. We drove down, but we took like from Wednesday to Friday to drive down to Los Olivos. But then I raced the beast and then I drove back. We finished the beast. I got in the car. We drove up to San Jose. Stayed the night. I took a shower, and then the next morning we got uh, in the car and drove straight home, all the way up to Seattle. So now nah, it was a long day, so that I could be back to work Monday morning. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's part of it's part of the fun. <laughs> it is. It is. It is part of the fun. It's part of the adventure. I mean, it's just like one of those because that was a that was a crazy weekend. But luckily, the the new job that I have that I started in January, I'm like I can do more where I can push a lot of my stuff into like Monday through Thursday. Uh-huh. And then take like a Friday off and then the next week push everything to like a Tuesday through Friday so that I can kind of take Fridays, Mondays and just kind of, you know, do a 410 for the rest of the week. So, but it's awesome to have that flexibility. It is. I, I'm I'm in construction. I'm a safety professional. So I just teach a lot. I do a lot of classes. So then I just, you know, double book myself for the rest of the week so that I get more classes in. So it's an interesting profession. <laughs> it, it, it's a very nice thing to have right now. Just. Because I, I hear a lot of people, you know, going through challenges of getting cut from their jobs, you know, yes. hours or completely laid off. So it's good to hear that it, you have, you know, a I've solid been, thing yeah. going on. I've been lucky. I, I have been very lucky through this whole thing because I have a solid thing. Uh, my company went through once all of this started. I started doing a lot of Zoom meetings and teaching through Zoom. Um, the other thing I've been lucky on is because my schedule has been so weird because of Zoom where I'm not traveling everywhere. It's just in my living room. Uh-huh. And I have it set up a different ver- thing set up in my the other room where you can see like from the knee up and I can like do show things and present things while I'm, t- you know, on Zoom. So I get time to run. So I've been going out and running, you know, last month I did over 150 miles. Of run. So wow. in the month of June. So um, I've been running a lot. I- I've dropped. I was 285 in February when this all started and I was 223 this morning. So. I hope I have similar results now that I'm in San Francisco and everything's a hill. Yeah, I saw that. That's one thing I was like, oh, I could definitely get some hill training in in San Francisco. So where did you live before? Uh, I lived in Oakland, right by Lake Merritt. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of my training ground. It's a 5K roughly around the lake. So nice. You know, do multiple laps if I need a longer run. Cut a little, you know, of the corners because there's different paths you can take if I don't feel like taking the whole 5K. Nice. It's nice. It's a nice week. Yeah, I've got luckily I've got a park right across the street from my house where it's like I figured out it's a couple different loops and you can do figure eights and everything. And I figured out the right designs to be able to do whatever I want. If I want a 5K, if I want four miles, five miles. So I figured out the routes I can take, try and get whatever 
distance I need. So, and every time when I finish, it's in the the shape of a penis. So, I figured that out too. <laughs> that is that is great job figuring all that out. My, mine's just a blob because it's the late. But yeah, who knows? Nice. Maybe I can figure out uh, some fun go. drawings. There you go. On my Strava coming up. <laughs> yeah. I'll say yeah. That's what I, I do on my Strava. I try and find neat ways to like draw things. So I'm like, oh, what can I draw? And I'm like, oh, this is the perfect shape of whatever. <laughs> You gotta find entertainment somewhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You gotta yeah. find entertainment. R- running loops around the lake to do the virtual beasts. I was just like, gosh, why did I sign up for the whole trifecta and doing it at the same lake? It was just yeah. lap after lap after lap. So even though it was just a sprint, you know, at the end of Sunday, I was just like, I'm so done with this lake right now. I did that with the park cross street because we did uh, the ultravirus which was, you know, mm-hmm. five mile loops. And so we figured out a perfect five mile loop and we did 31 miles um, in one day. And we did the, we also, we finished all of that for the, the ultra virus race and then did all the workout for the ultra for Spartan. Ooh. So that's, that's the only time in my life I've ever done an ultra for Spartan. So I'm like, okay, now I've done this part. Now I need to actually go out and do a real one once they come out. So it was. Well, uh, Tahoe, <laughs> that, that's my only ultra so far. <laughs> Well, I fights finished once. <laughs> I think we're thinking of Dallas next year. So Oh, it's a nice course. Yeah, I think we're thinking of Dallas next year because I want to get an ultra in. Um I thought about Hawaii, but I want to get my trifecta again in Hawaii. Do all three in a in a weekend. But I don't want to be wrecked because that was my problem last year. I was we had four five days after the races still in Hawaii and I couldn't walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you couldn't enjoy it? Oh, so it was, you know, so it was like we went out to dinner the next night and I like my feet were so tore up that like, you know, I'm walking in my my flip flops and they kept sticking because like the blood was drying and I'm just like, OK, yeah, this is not good. Oh, so my God. I yeah. tore my feet up so bad on that course. So, yeah, I got to figure out different shoes. My problem was is uh, the second I get into a place like Hawaii, I do it anywhere like that's got a beach or that's nice. Yeah, I do it in mm-hmm. California, too. Uh, the second I get there, my shoes come off. And I mm-hmm. don't put them back on until I have to. So we were in Hawaii for a week before the races. And so I was barefoot the entire time. Oh, the first time I put shoes on in a week was that morning to go do the beast. And I like went to put them in and it looked like, you know, like my feet were like two sizes bigger than normal. So it looked like, you know, I was trying to shove hot dogs into a casing that they didn't fit. So, yeah, it did not go well. <laughs> did not go well at all so yeah i'm just picturing hot dog toes on my yep. flip-flops just sticking out trying to squeeze in <laughs> yep trying to squeeze into the shoe it was not a happy day so <laughs> yeah so i tore my feet up pretty bad but it, it was a fun it was still fun i mean it's still hawaii so i, I my wife is convinced that at some point we're going to move to hawaii and i keep telling her yeah you need to get a better job because it's expensive yeah i could imagine but hawaii would be nice it would be it would be so I wouldn't mind Northern California when we were down in like Los Olivos and that kind of area. My, my uncle used to have a place in a Placerville. So, I mean, there's some places down there in like Northern California. I wouldn't mind living in. So yeah. definitely yeah. California is pretty sweet place. Has nice pockets. It is. I got to get back down there to, uh, my grandma lives in Lakewood, which is right outside of, uh, Anaheim. Oh, okay. So it's I like, a, it's a suburb. I think of Lakewood Anaheim. was, yeah, it's okay. like a suburb of Anaheim. So I need to get down there cause I need some of her lumpia and her pants at amazing my grandmother's you don't just zoom it and then she can teach you online like I you don't teach know. Other she, she's not good on the computer <laughs> i think they took her computer away from her i don't know 
she's yeah my my grandma's amazing she's uh filipino so that's obviously why the the lumpia and the, the pans it so oh. people always look at me and i'm like step grandma but she's better than the real one so we just don't say that <laughs> <laughs> well, grandmas are amazing because they cook you delicious food oh, it's, yeah know, some of the first memories you have oh yeah no yeah it's we used to go down and visit them in california and every time she'd always make the lumpia and the pans it and i it's like i just it's nothing like homemade lumpia. Well, so. if you learn to make it, then you can pass it on to your kids. That's what I'm hoping. I'm eventually I want to go down there and get the recipe from her. So, but I'm pretty sure she's not going to give it to me unless I go visit her. So, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the that's the requirement. Basically, it is. It is. It is. So, and she's not going to write it down. You're just going to have to learn yep. as she does it right next to you. Which is fine. You know, I like to cook anyway, so it'll be good. It'll be good. So, oh. So what else do what what else do you have to say to the listeners? I mean, what do you have any inspirational things you you want to tell them they should be doing out there? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's hard to be inspirational. It is right now. Uh, yeah, like I, I'm trying to smile through a lot of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've experienced the job difficulty. I, I graduated in May, and <laughs> it's oh. not the best time to be applying for jobs. No, it's not. It's not. So, you know, it, it's one of those things where you like. Make, make sure to connect. I think that's been the biggest part. Um, you know, like I said, I, I'm going to meet a fellow Spartan um, tomorrow. And you know, every now and then, I just you, you hit them up. You know, you, you don't have to, like, actually schedule as hard because m- most people understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, miss the, they miss the community and they, they miss working out. So when you're like, hey, you want to meet up at a park? Chances are they do want to meet up at a park because you know, they, they feel it too. So check in on your fellow Spartans and I think that will be as good for them as it is for you. Oh yeah. I agree. It's been, that has been the roughest part. We've been lucky that a couple people up here, we've done a couple, as we call them speakeasy workouts where we <laughs> just kind of randomly go to a park and meet a bunch of friends and work out and just, I mean, social distance as much as we can, but we, you know, it's, it's tough when you haven't seen people and you just want to give them a hug and it's like, uh, yeah. So I tried to aru at some of the people when I was doing the virtual trifecta. It's not the same because, no. <laughs> you know, they got their own music going, their focus on whatever their route is because we're not all running the same direction yep. anymore. So it's hard to connect with random Spartans like you did before. So. It is. And I, I will be honest, there's a lot of times where you see someone with a Spartan shirt and you yell aru and they look at you like, what is wrong with you? It's like, oh, <laughs> we're oh. in public. Yeah, well, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah i've had a couple of those where it's like i and they're like oh yeah okay dude <laughs> i'm out you're weird yeah. yeah i think it's only happened once that someone actually came up to me at the gym because uh i think i happened to be wearing one of the like a uh, uh earlier shirts mm-hmm. probably like january february and so like oh so i see you did the race already and like, they actually struck me up in the conversation nice missed that I've had a couple times where, I mean, but the, it's been one of those things where they either recognize me from a race. I, I think the weirdest one was uh, coming out of a restroom. And uh, that, that's definitely at a, weird. At a rest area and like on, you know, the freeway. I was like an I-5 and I'm coming out and they're like, hey, you're a Spartan. You were at that. And I'm like, oh, whoa, dude. Yeah. And this is kind of weird. Can we step away from the bathroom door? Because, yeah, no, this is weird. <laughs> I, I've actually had a similar bathroom experience. Uh, <laughs> someone knew that because i took a selfie and i had it you know mm-hmm. up on my video that i was at in and out and someone else happened to be there so as i went to the restroom there was a spartan with a camera <laughs> looking like, at me as i walked into the bathroom i was like whoa 
At least they feel it was while you were walking to the bathroom and not in the bathroom. That's yeah, weird. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. When they pull out the mean, camera when you're he, in the bathroom. He's a, yeah. He's a homie. He, it was just, yeah. he caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And that, that's a fun thing. And that is another thing I miss is when you'd go to the races and you ran into those random Spartans at other like restaurants, like right there by the venue a lot of times. And it's like, oh, hey, I just saw you out on the course, you know, or yeah. No, I miss all that. We need races again. Eating without really thinking too much about it. After the race, you can eat almost anything. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. You, you, I haven't had fast food <laughs> since February. Oh, wow! Because that was one of the big things that I cut out. I'm just like, no more fast food. Because I mean, I don't. You know, most time I'm at home. It's easier just to cook at home. You know, if I go to McDonald's, yeah. I have to literally leave just for that. Yeah, I, I used to go to In and Out after a race. I remember when I went to Seattle. The closest one was in Oregon somewhere. So I drove all the way there before I went and had to in and out on the way home. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's the only time I really eat fast food. (laughs) I was like, and and I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this. I'm not a big fan of in and out. That's all right. It's a California thing. It is. And what's funny too, it's like for me, the one that I used to be my like, if I was anywhere near, I had to have it was Carl's Jr. The Chris Cut Fries. Yeah. But now that we have them up here, I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> the novelty's I, gone. Yeah, the novelty's gone because it was one of those things. There was one right by my grandma's house in, house in California. So I would go there, but that was it. You know, then it was, you know, I never had another chance unless I was down there. So anytime I was near one, I'm like, I got to go to Carl's Jr. Now it's like, oh, there's one like literally two miles from my house now. And I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> it, it doesn't taste the same. It's not the same. We're in Washington. It tastes exactly. better in California. Trying to think what other ones they have in California that we don't have here. What is it? The farmer farm boys? Is that what it is? Trying to think. It's like some farmer one. I can't remember what it's called. I don't remember. It was really good, huh? I'm not ringing the bell. Maybe I need to go out and check out. I I need to go out more. Yeah, because it was over in. I was trying to think. It was over by Temecula that I went to it, and then I saw him when I was in Utah too. Oh. Or Nevada. When I was in Nevada, going through Nevada for. But I was trying to think what they're called. I don't know. It's like farm boy or something weird. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just craving fast food at this point because, like I said, I oh, haven't yeah. had fast food in. It's the French fries. It is. I it the is. French fries. It is. I love French fries. So I got to figure out how to make my own on the air fryer. That's not so bad for me. I hear good things about an air fryer, but the only one I ever got, I sent to my parents for Christmas. I got the uh, the foodie, the Ninja foodie, and it's okay. actually it's an air fryer. It's a pressure cooker. And it's a slow cooker all in one. So it's like all of them in one in one unit. So I'm like that way it's not taking up because our air fryer that we used to have like took up half our counter. So now we have all of them in like one thing and actually we, pretty good all in one. Uh, yeah. Right now I'm still trying to figure out how to use a an Instapot. Well, that's basically, yeah, that's what the, the foodie does. It's an Instapot too. So okay. it's like all of them. So it's Wait, does an Instapot do air fry? This one does. Like I said, it does all of them. It's just you have to change the lid. I don't know. My wife uses it. I'm good at like cooking normal things. That's that's like the gadget confuses me. <laughs> oh man! You give me a stove and a and a skillet and other stuff, I'm fine. But you start throwing in some of these gadgets, and I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> no. I, I'm learning. I, I've been I've been sous chef for my wife, and she's cooking up some delicious things. Fortunately, you know, recipes are always for more than two people and you can't really share right now. So, I mean, I'm sure you can share with the wife. I mean, well, I mean, with anybody else, <laughs> like, you know, like you make a recipe for four, you're eating that for the next couple of days. Yeah. 
I do that a lot. I, I'm, I'll make soups. And I'm horrible about like, you know, it's like there's only three of us, me and my wife and our 18 year old kid. And I'll make enough soup for like seven people. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I guess I have lunch for the week. But the 18 year old should eat for like three people at least. You, you would think, but he he's he hasn't been. So you, you would oh. think he would. But yeah, but no, I do a lot of like chilies and a lot of clam chowder and I'll make a lot of that from scratch. And it's a lot of those things, those foods that I love that with my dietitians like, yeah, you can eat that all you want if you cook it yourself. But if you go out and get a can of that stuff, that'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many people are going to make hungry after listening to this podcast. Probably, because I'm hungry at the moment. I ate right before this started. <laughs> oh, see, that's the best thing that I am horrible about. I'm not good at staying on topic. So you never know what these podcasts are going to be about. Yeah, you I never used to know. say that uh, I, I work out so I can eat the way I do. But now I, I actually have to watch what I eat a little <laughs> and, and still the, work out. <laughs> that's the problem. It's, it's like for me, I, I was doing a lot of working out before and it wasn't working. And then all of a sudden, February, I like changed my diet completely. And like I said, I've dropped 60 pounds since February. And it's like, oh, I guess it was the diet. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So trying to get down a little bit more. I'm almost down to where I want to be. So and I'm running a lot more. I, like as of today, what I did, 12, 12 minute miles for four miles. So. Which for me is fast. I mean, dude, that, that's solid. So, what in February my best was like eighteen minute miles. So, <laughs> I'm getting better. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just keep chipping away. You know? Yeah, as long so, as yeah. you're doing it healthily, you know, yes. killing yourself every time, and then you have to start over from zero. Well, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. I my my trainer's been bugging me. I actually the last three days I didn't run at all because my trainer just kept sending me messages. No running today. I'm like fine. Oh. She's like, your legs need to rest. Stop it. <laughs> that, that is a little hard sometimes. It is. It is because you get in that rhythm and you just keep mm -hmm. going and it kind of becomes, I've hit that part where I have the runner's high again. And it's ah. been years since I've had the runner's high. And now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I need that. So, yeah. Yeah. Very so I, Today was the first day I could run again. So I was like, all of a sudden, it's like the second I got off work, I came home, shorts went on and I went freaking running. So <laughs> Sweet. I'm like the trainer said I could run today. I'm out. <laughs> Time to go run. <laughs> You're free. I'm free. Yeah. It's amazing how when you get into that and you start getting the runner's high, how much you change your thoughts before you're like, you want me to what? And now you're like, wait, you don't want me to run? What are you talking about? I need to run. So it's like the people who run in place at the stop sign or, or the stoplight versus the people who are like <sighs> catching the breath. And in February, I was the guy who stopped and caught my breath. Now I'm the guy like still running in place at the stoplight. And, you know, before I would be the guy, you know, in February going, what a weirdo. And now I'm the weirdo. So <laughs> we're all kind of weirdos. I mean, the things we put ourselves oh. through on the course, it, it, it's hard to understand. Like when you look at, you know, I, I saw some tires yesterday on the football field as I was doing um, the virtual sprint and they were chained. And I was like, no, why? Yeah. Or like when I see sandbags just laying around, I was like, I wonder if they'll miss that if I just borrow it. I'll bring it back. Yeah, I'll bring it back in like an hour. But yeah, no, it's I, I'm that way. And that's I have a few things in the yard so I can go play on. I have a couple tires, you know, one that I think that's like 200 pounds, another one that's like 400 pounds. So I got a few oh that I can God. flip. Um, I got a few things that I've collected that I can play with. So some um, fun toys you got. They are. I mean, and right now, actually, me and uh, Don, who does a podcast, we, we just got all of the Battle Miles virtual races. I don't know if you've seen those. I, I have. Oh. I think someone invited me to it, but it was like around 4th of July. That was one that they did that was like a 4th for 4th. I think you did 4. What did we do? It was 4 miles and we had to stop at every mile and do burpees while wearing a 20-pound vest. Oh. 
So, and then we did another one that they call it, that was the one, and it was one mile. It was only one mile, oh. but you carried, I had a 40 pound vest with a 60 pound sandbag. Oh my God. And did that for a mile and then did a hundred sandbag work burpees. And that's how, that's what you had to do for that race. So battle miles is a lot more like lifting and other things. And I'm like, this is probably good. Cause I've just been running so much. I need that upper body like yeah. test. So that's kind of why we went for the battle miles. It's, it's brutal and it's, I love it. And do you yeah. have um, other recommendations for virtual races. I haven't had a chance to explore it. That the battle miles is probably my favorite right now that I'm working on. I also have been doing the rock and roll. Um, okay. And those ones are free. It's just kind of one of those things. It just gives you something to 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 shoot for. So, yeah. um, and it's just it's that one's just mileage, um, okay. which is still good. I mean, it's a good one. But uh, the the Spartan ones, obviously, uh, Rugged Maniac. I did that one with Brandon and Jody like two weekends ago. That's another good one. But and that's another one. I think the Rugged Maniac you can do for free, and you like Spartan where you just kind of get a, a a virtual medal. Um, I know the battle okay. miles you actually have to pay for, but I mean, I think we got 12 races for 140 bucks. Thanks. So I'm thinking about trying to do some like East coast races that never make it out this far. I've heard so. Savage. Savage is the one that I'm looking at next. I've heard Savage is supposed to be really good. Okay. I've always wanted that syndicate. It looks yeah. so awesome with the different pins for all the different States. I was like, wow. Yeah. So never I've, far enough. I've heard a lot of people say Savage is good. And I've, that was one that, you know, if the pandemic hadn't started, we were actually looking at taking a vacation to like Florida to go do a Savage race, you know, because they don't have them out here. Yeah, exactly. I think as far west as they go is maybe Texas. I think so. Yeah. And it's it's a big jump, I guess, you know, you know, talking to a lot of them, they take all that gear and go from like Texas to, you know, the, the West Coast. So, yeah. I think that's why Spartan has, what, three teams? Yeah. East Coast, West Coast, Middle. Oh, they also have a the the stadium team. Yeah, that's awesome. So they got a few. So, and I mean that makes sense. I mean it's because it's that's a lot of it's a lot of gear to move around. Yeah, and there, there's some good virtuals out there. So, and like I said, there's a few that are free, but like the Savage, I know you have to pay for, but you get that cool, you know, that me- the medals that they have look pretty cool. So I, I do miss that feeling of a medal Monday. Yes. Or, or just that sound of you know the wedge and the metal mm-hmm. clinking as you walk out of the venue. Like, it's so distinct. I, it is. I, I miss it. I miss it too. So <laughs> I think, you know, I may have to just go grab some off the wall and go walk around with them just so I can get that metal, that, that sound again. So <laughs> I do miss the metal Mondays. Um, I have been having fun, though, because every once in a while people post, you know, what's your favorite metal? And I always, always post the uh, Founders Medal from the Beast in Montana from 2015. Ooh. And it's a circle with the little spears coming off of it. And everyone's like, what the hell is that? I'm like, it was a one time medal that you had to do a certain race to get. Yeah. And it was have to Google that. I, I I wasn't there for that time. I mean it was I was the, just getting into it. It was the very then. first race I ever did. That was my first Spartan was the the beast in Montana because I don't do research. <laughs> I'm like, oh sure. I've done a half marathon before and you know, I've done mud runs. This'll be a piece of cake. <laughs> Put them together, it's fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I finished that. That was the first time I think I said this was the stupidest idea ever. I say that a lot, actually. It's one of those things that people are like, you say that a lot, and then the next weekend you do something, and you're like, no, this is worse. <laughs> yes, I'm never going to race again, and then you sign up yeah. right after you're done. Well, I know right now we're planning the 18th. There's another ultra-virus uh, oh. race, and that's, like I said, five-mile loops, and you try and do as many loops as you can, and we're going for 
What was it? I think eight loops this time, so forty miles. Okay. We did thirty last time. I think we're going. We're going for forty in twelve because you have twelve hours to do it. We're going to try and go for fifty, but our plan is to do fifty miles even if we don't make it in the twelve hours. So okay. we'll do whatever we can in twelve hours, but we're going to try and finish out the fifty miles. So in and who are you rolling with to do this? Uh, that's Dawn, the other part of BeastNet. Uh, good friend Virginia Nicholson. She's crazy. She'll be out there. Um, Christine Emmett. There's a few of them from up here. Um, I'm trying to get Brandon and Jody, and Jody just keeps telling me no. So <laughs> I don't think she's into the 50 miles in a day. So I mean, you know, you can just say as many as we can. Yeah. And then you go, oh, we're so close to 50. <laughs> well, we did last time when we did 30, we had a bunch of friends that showed up and did like, because we were doing loops, and my house was like the, the end of the loop. So we come back to the house, we grab food, and I had a, it actually, there was a thunderstorm in the middle of it, oh, and we just kept going. We're like, well, we haven't counted more than, you know, anything less than three, so we're fine. Just keep going for it. And uh, so we come back to the house, we had extra socks, we had things that we could, you know, so every five miles, you know, we could come back into the house and, you know, replenish our, our water or, you know, grab some food real quick or whatever we needed to keep us going, but. So that's where we're going to go for this one. So we had a couple of friends that just showed up and they're like, well, we'll do a couple loops with you. And I'm like, okay, right on. So, so we were never alone. There was the four of us together the whole time. And then we had people just randomly dropping in. So it's awesome. That is, it's fun. It's really cool. That's what I love about the community over here is you just get those random, you know, my, my OCR family around here just will randomly show up and be like, Hey, yeah, you're an idiot, but yeah, cool. I'm going to jump in and go with you for a lap or two, but yeah. So. I say if you're up here, I'd invite you to show up. But I mean, that's a long drive to, to walk 50 or run 50 it, it, miles. It's a little long. It's but, a little... you know, give, give me a, a few more weeks like this and I just might be itching to get out. Yeah, you might be. Like I said, hopefully Seattle. If you come up with some Seattle, I'm sure we can find you a floor to sleep on if you need or, uh, you know, or whatever, a couch, you know, get you somewhere. So, yeah, or at least just have some coffee by the time I get there. We're yes. going straight into the course. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's been my big thing is I, I, I miss Starbucks. I used to, and <laughs> I think that's how I've lost the weight is the fact I can't go to Starbucks. I mean, I can technically, but I've just been trying not to because I love my mochas and I like white peppermint mochas. So, and I'll have three or four in a day. So it's like 2,000, 2,500 calories of mocha a day. So, yeah. So that's stopped. Now I, now I get the premier protein shake. Okay. And that's, that's, I just make coffee at home and I pour that into the thermos with the coffee and there's my, that's my mocha kind of for the day. So yeah, that, that, that's a good switch. It is. It is. It went from like 2,500 calories to like 50. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I get my protein, for, you know, you know, you get the protein. So that's always good too. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, it, it's been a blast talking to you. Is there anything else? I mean, we, we should talk about before we go. I mean, I don't know. It's been a fun conversation. I've been having a blast, I, I, but it's, it's nice just hanging out. You know, it is, uh, it is, it is. That's I, like I said, that's kind of what I love about doing the podcast. It's more of, I don't try and really interview. I just have a conversation with people. So it's good to like sit and talk to someone again and just, you know, have that conversation. So definitely uh, yeah. just thank you for having me. Um, oh, yeah. I hope I get to see you guys soon, whether up there or down here. I hope so. I mean, I, I need to get out and do some races. So I need to just get out there. I mean, I, I, I think in a lot of ways this has helped me because I've been able to run like every year. It seems like I try and get back into shape. And then all of a sudden I'll do like Montana and tear a bicep or something. And then I'm like, oh, well, I'm out for a bit. 
And this time I haven't had that opportunity. So it's like, you know, but now I, I want that opportunity. I want to go race. I need to race. So, so yes, hopefully we will, we will see you soon. I'm hoping. So hopefully in Seattle or, you know, I mean, like I said, I might do Laughlin or if any of the races open up down there in California, I've got a couple friends that, you know, have told me if I come down there, I can stay at their house or, you know, whatever. At this point, I might just throw a tent up on the beach or just lay on the beach. I mean, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> just to get out of here. Yeah. Get your feet out of, you know, those shoes and enjoy the warm sands of California. Yes. Yeah, It's been a while since I, I've really been able to enjoy California. It was like five years ago. I think I went down there for a work thing and hung out on Venice Beach. I was by myself just walking up and down Venice Beach, which I had done in, since I was a teenager. So, yeah. yeah. Cool, man. All right. Cool. Um, like I said, it was great talking to you. I hope to see you soon. And, uh, yeah, um, I don't know what else. <laughs> Well, if you think of anything, hit me up, yeah. you know, follow-ups and whatnot. Um, Definitely love to do this again sometime. So we'll have to like, you know, especially once we start racing and we can talk about races again, how much we miss it and how much we love it. So, yeah. Yeah. And right now, you just reminded me of how awesome Hawaii is and oh, yeah. having flashbacks as well, this conversation. Yeah. So that was definitely. Uh, Hawaii flashbacks are good flashbacks, though. Fun days. Because I'd say even with my feet torn up, I mean, Hawaii was still amazing. I'm like, yeah, this is still my feet are torn up and I can't walk, but I'm still in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Perfect. Well, thank you. And we will talk again soon. Hasta. All right. Bye. Bye. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.